Hello everybody, how's it going? Welcome back to the As Always podcast, episode 146. I'm one of your host James and I'm joined as always by Tyler. As always, how's it going my friend? It's going well, how you doing? I am doing fairly well. It's a nice uh, early Friday morning. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm feeling, I'm actually feeling good. I was awake at five o'clock this morning. Yikes. Um, and I just sort of have been laying in bed. So was I. Get up to make a coffee. Were you? Yeah, it's the wrong other way around. I was still up at 5am. Ah, uh, um, right, okay. No, I was in bed, yeah. like, by 10.30 last night, like yeah. a normal person. Yeah, I wish that I could do that. Um, yeah. Yeah. And then I just sort of woke up at 5, and <clears> I was like, yeah, let's, you know. Couldn't get back to sleep. That's fine. That's fine. I feel good. I feel like I still had a good sleep, so it's mm-hmm. all good. You know, still had a decent amount of time. That's what happens when you go to bed at a reasonable time, James, you know? Yeah. Well, I experienced it for a bit, and then I... Everything went wrong again, so I don't know. Everything went wrong again. <laughs> yeah, it's my life. I love how you're saying like everything went wrong, like other things are involved, like not just you making your own decisions because you decide when you go to sleep and you don't. Yeah, look, I have no control. It just happens. These things just happen. I either oversleep, yeah. I fucking, I'll set an alarm and I'll just uh, d- dismiss the alarm in my sleep and keep sleeping. Yeah. It's a problem. Right, okay. Yeah. Okay, well, I feel like you just need to sort it out, make the decision. I mean, you've got to want it anyway, right? Mm. I do. Clearly not enough, yeah. though. Yeah. Um, do you know what? Like, I've been on Discord a lot more these days. Mm-hmm. This is just a random side note. Um, but, like, I get at least, like, I don't know, like, I never accept friend requests on Discord. Like, I just have, mm-hmm. I, they're always just pending. Yeah. Like, I don't know, the, I don't understand the point of them. Like, I use the community Discord, so I'll talk to you if I'm there sort of thing. Yeah. But I went through and just accepted everyone that I sort of could recognize from the server. Mm-hmm. And now people are DMing me. And it's like, that wasn't why I accepted. Yeah, well, that's you why they I mean? sent That's why they sent it to you, though. Yeah, so I guess you're So you're sending right. mixed um, signals here. Um, I mean, it was the six-month pending request not a sign? <laughs> They're like, ah, oh, finally. <laughs> <laughs> now I, I can like message some of them Tyler. there for years, to be fair. You know what I mean? <laughs> but you can send a message anyway. People send me messages anyway. And they'll just tell me, oh, I've DM'd you because I need to, like, send you something. I'm like, okay. And then I'll read it and, like, probably not even respond anyway. Mm. Yeah. See, <sighs> I don't I do not do that because I hate getting messages from people. Yeah. Um, anyone, yeah. to be honest. I just mean anyone in general. If I get a fucking message, if my mum messages me, I just see you think. I'm well aware. Yeah, uh, I know, I know. I know. Mm. I know that. You like that with me. I get it. I get it. Yeah, hate it. Don't um, fucking message Do you know who me I again. do like getting messages from, though, James? No, I have no idea. Our producers over on patreon.com forward slash as always, the sweet vintage lads there. Yeah, I'll um, make so an exception. If you like what you listen to here and you want to hear more, head over to patreon.com forward slash as always. And for just $1 a month, you get exclusive access to the Patreon podcast, the Clubhouse podcast, the <coughs> podcast on the internet. Mm-hmm. It's amazing. Early access to the Tynamite show, early access to future videos, all that sweet, sweet content stuff that we do. Um, that's the place to go for James and myself, patreon.com forward slash as always. So thank you mm-hmm. so much to our producers that make this show happen. James, who do we have to thank? We have got Avery Dobbs, Clark53, Damien, does the name William Miles ring a bell, Donald Dones, Olberic, Ferentino, Flash Paradox, Franco, Jesper Olsen, King Richard III, Real Kermit, Cinema, Robbie, Ryan Hay, Tristan Weaver, Viridian, and Bullsack47. Love you guys. You're fucking brilliant. If you want to join them, just throw us $25 a month um, and you'll be our favorites. 
of yeah. the favorites our favorites of the favorites it's a hierarchy system um yeah because we still love anyone that says sweet vintage Aladdin's a patron mm-hmm. on patreon.com for slash yes yeah, always yeah. we love you you're our favorite if you want, but if you want special love favorites. though yeah it's yeah yeah yeah, yeah. You're, kind our of love. friends you're our yeah friend. our close friends yeah want to be yeah. a close friend pay us money <laughs> <laughs> that's how it works that's that is how it works that is how it works um, so what's been going on, man? I've, we've got some, I feel like we need to talk some shit out today, James. Um, mm-hmm. you're having some issues. Yeah. Um, you finished replaying Assassin's Creed Valhalla, mm-hmm. aka Valhalla, the Icelandic sagas. Um, yeah. you're struggling because, because you originally, your plan was to do a big Valhalla video similar to Odyssey broke me, but not necessarily about like attacking it but just like a long form review breaking down all the elements to the game dlcs everything what it means for the franchise all that sort of just a massive video yeah how are you feeling about it now you've you've done a second playthrough um it was the most painful experience of my life i just had to go to my twitter feed and want to end myself Mm. um what's going on why are you struggling it's uh yeah, it's weird. I got I got to the end, and I thought I'd feel something. I thought I would feel, like, a relief. Yeah. Or I'd feel like a... Oh, that was better than I expected it to be on a replay. Or, like, oh, wow, that was so bad. But I, I just kind of felt nothing. Um, And it's just... Yeah. I, I just don't know. Like, I just kind of felt like, oh, that's a job done. And now I can just do other things. And it... it I don't know. It's... It's it's a weird one, and it's it's as well. I think it's difficult because with Odyssey broke me. I had like a clear idea for what I wanted to do, and I felt like there was two sides to this. It was like you either liked Odyssey and you liked these new AC games, or whatever, or you liked the old ones and you didn't like Odyssey and you could see why it was bad. And I felt like I was speaking for that group of people. But with Valhalla, it's so much. It's very different, and I think there's a lot of people. And I'm not I'm not criticizing Valhalla for the same reasons I criticized Odyssey, and that's what makes yeah. it complicated because people will be on my side and they'll be like, "Oh, I completely agree with you," and like they'll criticize the game with me, but I don't think they realize why they're criticizing it. And it comes from like a different place for me. And like, what do you mean by that? By they don't know. So people will be like, "Oh, you know, yeah, Odyssey's got shit park. Uh, fucking Valhalla's got shit parkour. Like, it's got." It's it's it sucks and it's so slow and boring. It's not like Unity, and I'm like, but Uni- Unity's the same. Like, it's got all the same issues, yeah. like lack of control, the fact that it's sluggish, like it, it's like it, all of those things. It's the same thing, and I feel like I just don't know what audience this video I'm making is going to be for because I feel like there is yeah. nobody that's in the same camp as me, and if they are, they don't care anymore. And so it's tough because I feel like Odyssey Broke Me was way more clean-cut 50-50 split, whereas this is, like, just little pockets of people that like different things. And I don't really know who I'm speaking for anymore because, like, I got, like, it's, like, putting this much effort into something to critique something as well as I possibly can to consider, like, all the different elements that that, that make it up that forms my opinion. And then you just got the the fucking audience that's going to watch it thinks Unity is good. I'm like, why am I doing this? Why is that like yeah. the people i'm making this video for like i it, there's nothing wrong with liking unity and that's the thing uh, like ubisoft have made these different games for different people it's their fault that this has happened people like i can critique unity's parkour and say the reason why i think it's fundamentally worse than the first assassin's creed 
is because it gives the player less control. It gives you less agency. There's not a learning process. But people can say to that, well, I don't care about that because I prefer flashy animations over an actual like, actual control. I just prefer it being more on Rails. And that's yeah. a valid opinion. And so it's not like Odyssey where I can say, look, this game sucks and here's the key reasons why it doesn't work as not just AC but as an RPG. I can't, like voice my opinion in a way that i'm arguing a point because it really is just look i feel this way and i feel this way because this is the way that it used to be yeah i feel like i'm just talking like nonsense and like people will like it's crazy like i'll have this conversation on discord and i'll be like oh this thing in valhalla was so dumb and then someone will bring up like oh at least in syndicate they did this thing i'm like no that also was bad why are people like this why does no one see it the way that i do it's so difficult well well is there a way to make like a two-parter to it where you explain your stance on everything as in you make that statement of like or even the start of the video the first part of the video can be here's where i'm arguing from Mm -hmm. you know what i mean like explain that my stance on what i want to see from assassin's creed is x y z so on so forth i suppose that's a way of uh, i could um I just think because then again, it's also expressing two ideas. You're getting out there where what camp you're in, mm-hmm. and then breaking down Valhalla. But but then people can take and the enjoyment people are going to get out of it. One is see your stance, can then agree with your stance um, throughout your critique of Valhalla. Otherwise, they can still take away, even if they're not in your camp, can still see your critiques of Valhalla and agree that those are critiques of Valhalla. Mm. Yeah, it's a good point. I just, I think I need to, I mean, as well, the thing is, the game is, like, still happening, so it's difficult for me to, like, <sighs> be conclusive though, as You well. know what I mean? Well, you I mean, this I mean? is what's so difficult. Like, my opinion on the game when I first played it and when I finished the, the main story yeah. is so different from my opinion, like, post-River Raids, post-finding out we're going to f- get dragons, post, you know, werewolves. Like, it's so different. <laughs> wait, and, wait. like... <laughs> say that sentence again. I just want you to say that sentence. Dude, fucking... It fucking hurts. Honestly, it's so um, funny to me. Because, like, I, 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 it's not like this honest feeling I have these days. It's not like years before where I'm like, I'm done with AC. I'm just, I'm just, I'm sick of it. And then, because it bothered me. I genuinely doesn't bother me anymore. I have completely, like, I, I have let it go so much. It made me, I saw the drag thing and I laughed so hard. I'm like, oh, fuck all of you. This is so funny mm, to me. It's... And I, I enjoy, I enjoy it. I enjoy it because, it do- I don't care. Like, it makes it funnier, you know? Yeah, it's... people, And also Christ. people tell me, you're definitely going to play the next game, and what if they do everything you want them to do? Would you play it then? It's like, they're not going to, but they might. No, dragons. they're going to put dragons. <laughs> they're going to put dragons in it. And I know that. I knew that that's... You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I knew, of course, this, of course that was what was going to happen next. And you guys are idiots for even giving them another chance. Um, you know? Yeah, it's... You're insane. And I think that's the thing as well, is, like, it's tough because, like, I see everyone that, like, agrees with me. But, like, these are people that also, like, if I didn't make videos or if I didn't stream, I wouldn't be playing these games or paying as much attention to them as I am. But, like, the pe- the people that, like, that are, like, on my side or whatever, they're paying as much attention, but they don't have, it's not their job. Why are you playing these shit games? I just... And I feel like I just relate to them even less. I like relate to the people watching even less because I'm like, I wouldn't be doing that. Like, you're actually insane. Like, I'm yeah. just 
are kind of insane at least yeah. like there's an end goal like i'm doing it out of the passion for creating a piece of content that i'm really passionate about but like these people are just pa- playing this game for fun like you paid money and played this game expecting to have fun and like i just don't i just it's mm. it's difficult to even f- like form like this conclusive idea of like what i'm fucking doing because yeah I, d- I don't know what to say and there's too much it's almost like they put too much in the game for me to be able to make a video because like there's just so much to talk about here like i could talk like and it's so difficult to make it balanced too because i could talk about how odd oh, the writing in the codex pages is really good writing but it's kind of fucking irrelevant when the rest of the yeah. game is so much more and so shit it's not worth me talking about how the codex pages have really good writing in because yeah while you're reading that for the first time you're like wow that was really cool to read but then like yeah it's 90 hours of just everything else and it's like what's the point in critiquing or talking about the positive elements of the codex pages when everything else is so fucking messy and like there are like i've got in my notes like i've got so many notes because while i was playing through the game i just wrote a shit ton of notes and if i had thoughts i'd put them on twitter or if i had clips i'd put them on twitter so that i can then copy the link from my tweet whenever i was talking about something and throw it in my my notes um so that it's just easy to reference back and i find it easier to write tweets out in like a thread than i do to just write like a paragraph of text in a notepad because i feel like it's useless whereas if i'm writing out a tweet i'm like oh this is going somewhere and then i can just use that later um so i've like got all these notes and there are a lot of positive ones in there and there's a lot of negative ones in there i'm like i just don't know what i want to talk about so at this point i think it is just a waiting process and honestly it might just be I need to just not think about it. Like I'll keep making notes, and if I make a video, it'll be it'll be because I just had this moment where I'm like, "Fuck, I need to make a video." But if I don't make, like otherwise, I'm just I might just not do it because it's no point forcing it just to have another Odyssey broke me type video because I don't have a clear like a clear vision for what I even want to make, so it's kind of pointless. And I remember like the Odyssey Odyssey broke me wasn't a video I was planning. It was just I finished Fate of Atlantis, and I was just like fucking christ what the fuck did i just play and so i was like i need to make a final video on this game because that's just how i felt so i don't know i don't really know where i'm going or what i'm doing with it but maybe it'll happen maybe it won't but if you want to know my thoughts you can always tune into streams so there's that i think i think you you have to do something and i think you know that you know um i probably i probably do and i probably will i don't i like but i think thinking about it constantly is like I'm just like boxing myself in like i don't even know what i'm doing and i've already said i'll wait for the dlc so i don't really have to think about it right now but eventually and i'm sure i'll be able to come up with something it's just difficult because like i don't know when the end point is of things happening that change my opinion because like i could have made this video a month ago or two months ago or three months ago and i feel like it'll just keep changing yeah and each one would have been like a different video so i just I like guess... that's why i'm waiting yeah i well i guess the question is what's what is it that's changing your opinion so much what's well, the key factor that that is changing your opinion so constantly from the first time you played it to later because there's two i feel like there's two and one you haven't really you haven't nailed down what that is but the first one's obviously it's um a game as a service and they're continuing to shit the bed with it because mm-hmm. like it's a different sort of team that works on these games post-launch than like the core team that makes it because yeah. all like the top developers that make these games go on and then make the next game they're not sitting there still working on the fucking game that's already released and made the money you know what i mean that's a waste of um company um uh, you know uh employees mm-hmm. but 
you know, like Derby, if he was still at Ubisoft, he wouldn't be working on Valhalla right now. Yeah. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, like he wasn't even working on the DLC. Like he said, he advised on it a bit. Um, and now he's gone, so... And they're still doing it, so obviously he can't have advised that much. Um, well, I mean, as soon as the Dragon Story came out, it's like, well, you know, we all know what... Why maybe that's why he left. Back. He was like, he was like, yeah, right, like, guys, so this is what we're going to do. They were like, dragons. He's like, right, I'm out. See ya. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, it's, it's, uh, and I, I think, but I mean... Bassam's related to William Miles, bro. Oh. <laughs> yeah, well, Desmond obviously is a descendant of Fenrir, so... Yeah, yeah, dude, I can't wait till they manage to shit the bed with even the Ezio yeah, trilogy well, games. They somehow manage I mean, to fucking... They're like, you're right, you know, the Four Pillars are right, guys. Like, you know, this is internal use, I mean, Four Pillars are right, we really need to, like... Nail down and connect all the games together. How do we do that? Let's retcon the old games and make them <laughs> mythical. <laughs> well, I mean, you've got look. I, I would. Has I a wouldn't even care. Lip, I'd be. I'd so. find that so funny. I'm like, you know what? Fair play, dear. You I, like, you know. Yeah. I, all these years, we've been waiting for you to fix things, and you really, you know, and you did. And you, tr- I mean, you listened. You tried. You know. Fair play, yeah, dear. Fuck. You'd it's... ruin everything. Oh, it's just so fucking weird. It's it's like, yeah, I don't know. I just feel like I'm having these same conversations um, all the time. And it's just like, I just realized I don't think anyone gets it. I feel like there's, like, nobody gets it. It's so difficult. Yeah. And, like, that's I think Ubisoft's I get, I think I get, I, I get where you're coming from. Mm-hmm. Like, I can understand where you're coming from. Yeah. I just no longer care in any way. You know? Yeah, like you obviously you get it. Like you want you would you you like the same things in Assassin's Creed as I do. Um, yeah. To an extent, like we've always differed on things like modern day or whatever. Like how much we give a shit about each of those things. Well, I think I loved. Here's the <clears> thing. <throat> like I think replaying the Ezio trilogy, I always remember. I'm like, oh yeah, I actually did really love the modern day. It was never my favorite part, but it was always so exciting. Yeah. But See, for me, it was like my favorite the... thing. It's why yeah, I played once the game. It shit... Yeah, it w- yeah, okay. yeah, it wasn't... I mean, Ezio was why I played the games, but the modern day was like this side thing that I'm like, that this will keep me coming back, you know what I mean? Because there's a, mm. a connection to all the games. So I'm like, even when Ezio's gone, I'll still keep going because I am invested. Mm-hmm. But after they sort of shit the bed with it, I'm like, well, as long as the, mo- the ancestor storyline's good, I can still, you know, come back to it. So I was like, oh, Black Flag is good. And then everything <laughs> after that, I'm like, oh, well, you know, well, we're done here, you know? We're yeah, done. yeah. It's over um, and we're done here. Yeah, it's weird. I, I'd be interested to see, like, if I never made videos on Assassin's Creed, when I would have stopped playing. Um, yeah, yeah, Compared yeah. I to reckon, now. I reckon... I reckon Odyssey would have been the end. You think you think I still would have played, like, Syndicate after Unity and stuff? Even if I yeah. didn't make videos on it at all? Yeah, I do. Hmm, I do, because I think you love the first game and the extra trilogies that much. Do you know what? I you, feel you like... You and George were explaining to me why... Like, you will always be AC fans. You know what I mean? Like, I was describing, like, you guys should just let it go like me. And he goes, no, we can't. I'm like, you should. You'll be much happier. I'm so much happier. Yeah, I think it's just this, like, I don't know. It's just this deep connection to it, I guess. Uh, Just a craving that. And I think if there was another franchise that filled all the right gaps that Assassin's Creed left, I think I'd be fine. It's just like I fuck it. Like, there's no game out there that comes close to those, and I think those are like my favorite things to play. Like, I love everything that like mm-hmm. take AC One for example, the most basic, um, simplified version, or not, you know, not. I don't mean simplified or basic. What I mean is like the most pure version of Assassin's Creed. That does right. 
things that no other game has ever done and it's told like a narrative in a way that no other game has done since or before like it's so unique and special that like i just miss it like i just want that again and it's just so annoying it's 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 more like less i don't know if it's like more wanting that or more like the it just bothers me how they fucked it like just something that i really like that they've just gone well you know, we're just going to not understand any of it. And like me and George were talking about this before on, on Horsey and Fox, like like a key thing that they don't even understand anymore is like how the HUD works. Like that's so small that people are such a dumb nitpick. You're such a fucking idiot. But I'm like, but it's one of those things where <laughs> Do it's like... Do people say that? But Something like that. Words to that effect. Yeah. Um, yeah, okay. But it's like when you're playing AC1, all the HUD is diegetic HUD. So like you, you are, you're part of the experience. But like it, like does... Well, but none of that's a thing anymore like you're sitting in the animus and you got fucking ads for raven armor and like oh quest compete complete leveled up skill points like there's no immersion in that anymore because the immersion from assassin's creed to me was there was a partial bit of immersion when you're walking through these cities like when you're in acre in in, uh, acre in assassin's creed one there's there's a sense of immersion there but i think the immersion came from you are in this animus exploring these memories but there's that's it's yeah, not there anymore. There is no immersion in that sense. Like I don't feel like I'm in an animus. I don't feel like I'm exploring these memories. I don't feel like I'm in this weird sci-fi like cyberpunk setting. It's just completely shifted. And like that's one of the things where I'm like, look, even if they had an assassin-focused story with with no RPG mechanics, where there was a lot of philosophy, they'd still fall short on minor things like why is the HUD the way that it is? And like that's why how many like people yeah. ask me like how would you fix AC? It's like down to even like this base base level it needs to be fixed and that's why it's never going to happen and it i guess i'd agree with you there i'd agree with you there it's and that's yeah i don't know it's just well weak. i think my, i think one. my my thing is and this is what i said to on on the timeline show maybe it was like two or three weeks ago david asked me he's like well if you could go back how would you fix assassin's creed and i said i wouldn't i would if you, i was in charge i would cancel it it would be over because i don't doesn't matter to me anymore like there's no that's what i keep saying like people like yeah but what if they do this what if they make a perfect game like i don't have a perfect game anymore i don't care like i don't want there's nothing i want anymore i actually Mm. don't want anything i don't want them to make an assassin story i don't want them to have dragons i don't want anything i just don't want it anymore i want to replay the old games i like when i feel like it and other than that never have it in my life like that's what i want yeah you know what i mean i think i'm with you as well yeah uh, there's nothing that i want anymore because there's nothing that makes sense to me anymore because i don't even know what i want because i say like i want to focus on the story and then they'd give it to me and it would be still i wouldn't be satisfied because i'd go something like you've just said oh yeah but there's also this other thing they're not doing that i forgot to mention because there were so many key things that were missing that once they nailed those, I was like, okay, they've nailed that. But there's also, I now remember all these other little things that I think mm-hmm. that I would like them to do as well. Yeah, well, it's happened in reverse, hasn't it? Like, for us following these games, like, that, what you just gave us an example, has happened in reverse to us. Like, the like our, me and George were talking about this, you know, back in the fucking Unity Syndicate days, the biggest thing we were worrying about is, oh, I hope the modern day is good. Like, but, like, now it's not even close to that. Like, it's just gone yeah. so fucking far off the deep end that yeah. it did start with those little things like oh i wish they would give us a bit more control in parkour like with like ac3 and ac4 it's like oh they kind of removed a bit of the complexity of the parkour like they could add some of that stuff back in or like 
you know oh they've they've mapped you know gentle push to fast walk so now you can't do them separately of each, like independent of each other um little things like that and then it just got worse and worse and worse um yeah and it is just that 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 idea that i don't think i would ever be satisfied with an assassin's creed game again um i just don't think it's possible i think the only way i could ever be satisfied with an assassin's creed game is if i made it um yeah well that's that's the whole point isn't it it's like i literally that's my answer would be am i the one in charge of everything and that's the only way it would happen like if mm -hmm. you and i were like creative director uh like duo like they hired mm -hmm. james and tyler to come in i would be oh it would you know what i mean like i'd, I'd be so like yeah i would absolutely be on board for that like yeah, i'd we'd absolutely make the be best on board fucking from game It'd be it would incredible. be fucking incredible it would be like playing god of war 2018 for the first yeah, if you're like an old god of it. war fan you know what i mean not that the old god of wars were like fucking assassin's creed batter and they were great games i just mean like it would be that perfectly different mm -hmm. from what you've been playing recently like it'd be like holy fuck i didn't know god of war could be this good you didn't know assassin's creed could be this good but it can and yeah we'll show you it. like and we'll like show give, you us, how. give us all the time give us all the money none of those constraints um We'd, 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 yeah, we'd make a fucking banger of a game. And that's just it. Like, the, Ubisoft cannot produce. I think the only person out there that would be capable, and they'd need the creative creative freedom and, like, no time constraints as well to be able to create it, is Patrice Desilea. I feel like he's the only one that would still be able to do it. Because, like, when you watch him, like, I've posted a few clips on Twitter that I think I'll probably use in my Valhalla video if it ever happens, where he's talking yeah. about it, like, with Luma, where he talks about, like, how, like, what makes an Assassin's Creed game, and, like, the Hidden Blade, and, like, like hoods and stuff, and, like, the central focus being, a set, not just not just the ideals of Assassin's Templars, but those orders themselves. Um, yeah. The guy still definitely gets it, and, like, obviously, like, it was his, it was a passion for him, like, that's why he fucking made it in the first place. Um, yeah, of course. So he's probably the only other person, other than myself, that I would think would probably make a game that I would really like. Um, but the thing comes as well is that for me to enjoy Assassin's Creed as well, you can't just make one game that's perfect in every way. You've got to be consistent because another reason why I always loved Assassin's Creed is because you would play a game every year or every two years and it would continue that story and you'd be into it again and like that's I, what I, made it. I, yeah, I see. I guess if I was if I was walking in to Ubisoft and they, they's like you have one shot and it is only mm -hmm. one game to me i'd look at it like an ac1 where there's a modern day yeah we'd have to throw that in there but it would have to be like the key element would have to be nailing an ancestor story and what i mean by that is nailing down a standalone like an ac1 style where the focus is on a story built around the gameplay but the gameplay is control with parkour control with stealth control with your assassinations and it's built around good quality assassinations that are justified through a story that's mm -hmm. the baseline and then come up with a standalone one-off modern day from there that's not ongoing like we'd have to just do it that way where it would be that game that fans could play forever mm -hmm. that's what i mean you know what i mean Fa yeah. they'd be like i know we don't have any good assassin's creed but at least i've got this one that i can play for the next 10 years and it holds up in good quality you know mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And you, you, you'd want to tie 
ancestor story and the philosophy that they because obviously like you'd have the story that justifies these really well-made assassinations but layered into that you'd have the philosophy of the creed and what does it mean to be an assassin and how does that conflict with the templars and what does it mean to be a templar but then all of those things would have to then apply to this modern day narrative that exists at the same time and like why are we going into the animus what are they and, learning and, like both yeah. ways how's that feed into yeah. each other yeah, and I feel it. like I feel like it'd also be like I think a key focus for you and I would be the the modern day story if we we're going to do it, even if it was one off. And the fact that it was one off would mean to me it would have to be a really extensive modern day in the game, as in you're being in and out of the animus way more frequently than probably any game before it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, in, in, in a really justified way. To me, it would be like the, this is how I'd. Okay, this is weird. Like. I don't, I don't care. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I This is how Tyler care. would make... Well, we could put this in the title. Our ideal Assassin's Creed game. How we would save AC. How we would yeah. save AC. Um, I think that's perfect, actually. Um, yeah, so... I would... If we had a one-off modern day, like, you and I have one chance, and there's there's no sequel. There's never going to be a sequel. It would, mm-hmm. to me, would be uh, just a... It would be... Um, like an uncharted modern day, as in the reason they're going in anonymous is to, it's just, they're not Abstergo, they're not um, assassins and they're not Templars. And I think we discussed this in the origin days, like what modern day we'd want, but like, it would be mm. like these people and they discover that like the assassins and Templars, they didn't know anything about it, but they're like treasure hunting. Mm-hmm. So they're, they're literally like, and it could be different sections of like, this really to me it would be like sections of like a really old assassin tomb and the modern day is like you've got to get throughout the story you learn like there's different puzzles and different things and they all connect to the memories of this and assassin's life and story and what they learnt, like each sort of puzzle throughout so you progress through this like um this like assassin tomb throughout the mainline game as you learn more about and you relive those memories Mm. of that assassin so it's just like you so the monday actually is like like in the brotherhood senses you come out and you're going through these little parkour sequences like you go through the villa auditory and stuff like that mm-hmm. that's why you come out and they're totally different styles of puzzles every time totally some might be parkour challenges some might be riddles and like puzzles and you know different sorts of things like that but they all link to like memories you're reliving and they're all like codes and riddles the same way in Brother Monday. You've got like the, oh, 14, 19, 14, 20, 14, 21. What does that mean? And all that sort of shit like that. Mm-hmm. And it would just be to get potentially, let's say, a piece of Eden at the end or some some treasure. But they learn something from it and actually don't, you know, whether they use it or not use it. Like, it's just you can't then have it continue on, right? Like, if it's a yeah. one-off only. But it's also like, let's say they're like, oh, yeah, make another one. Of course you could just to get that team, modern day team again. They're just treasure hunters or something like that. But... It doesn't matter necessarily if you don't. You could still replay them. Be like, man, that was what a fun experience that was. Yeah, it's the same as AC One in that sense, where like the fun of the modern day in AC One is that, like, I mean, you can never re re experience that because you're first hand for the very first time learning like what do the assassins want, what do the Templars want, why do they conflict, what are their ideologies, like those conversations you'd have with Vidic and everything, um, where he yeah. explain you know what they want, what they're searching for, why they're doing it. And then going through like the emails on the computers and stuff and, and, and deciphering that. And the way the game ends, it ends in a way where it feels like that could be a definitive ending. It did, I, I never felt like AC1 needed an AC2. I always felt like, wow, that was such a like impactful ending where it's like, oh shit, like it ends on such a cliffhanger where it's like, 
did Desmond die? Did he survive? What was the blood on the walls? Like, it's like yeah. an abstract story. Like, you can spend, like, the next 10 years or whatever, like, talking to people, like, going through, how do you interpret these symbols on the walls? What does that mean? Like, these hidden yeah. messages and stuff. And, like, there they, they could never have been an AC2, and I think AC1 would stand so well on its own because it sets up a mystery that can be talked about for, you know, forever. Um, yeah. People can always speculate and theorize about what does this mean? Who was Subject 16? Um yeah and i think yeah I think you're that's right. really interesting because it leaves a lot to the imagination so i think that's a way of tackling a modern day if you have ever have a one-off um where you'd be able to 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 do that and leave it on a cliffhanger without needing a second one um well yeah because sometimes cliffhangers are good even if the, the sequels never come it's like it doesn't take away from the fact that it's still really good mm-hmm. yeah there's plenty of stories you like you, you you it leaves you want you should be left wanting more mm yeah exactly you know yeah. i wouldn't the aim wouldn't be necessarily to like if we had one game or oh, let's satisfy everyone it would be like let's just focus on making this as assassin's creed as possible and it it doesn't need a sequel but people are gonna want one yeah that would exactly. be the goal that would be the mission <clears throat> yeah exactly and we wouldn't like throw in a bunch of references like there wouldn't be just mindless like oh this is just like the fucking talal assassination or oh your friend just died just like blackbeard and it's the same cutscene. like it if we were to reference things it'd be meaningful to the narrative not just for just this weird for unnecessary sure. like reference that valhalla seems to love doing um just you know oh it's it's all of the jerusalem assassinations but then nowhere near as good um yeah yeah it's it's yeah it's it's one of those things if we were to do it we'd we'd, we'd nail it but there's no way there's ever going to be an ac game that'll satisfy everything and I, I want too much now like back in the unity days you could have done a lot less and made me happy but i feel like right now what i want is so much more than i ever did before um yeah and it just it's it's just unattainable and and, and that's, that's, why, that's why i gave up that's why i let it go because yeah, i was like it's because you're right, right it's yeah. unattainable it there's no scenario in the world that exists where it happens unless you hire you and me yeah exactly that's the only way it's which it's i would i would turn down if they like if they asked you <laughs> as i do it we would both literally say no like if they're like come live in canada I'm like oh, no. Let's go to already, Canada. No. Already, already, no. Hey, look, and I don't. I, I don't think I'd necessarily. It depends. It depends on the exact circumstances. If it were a real life circumstance, they pay us a million dollars each for three years of our lives. Yeah. <laughs> Can't you be soft? Let's let's that's go. What it would co- Honestly, that's what it would cost. It would co- three years, one million dollars. I would sign that contract. Seems a little. Seems a little small, doesn't it? I feel like we should, we we want a bit more than that. I mean, two million dollars. Our value, to be Five fair, our value to the sales of that game, three. Uh, it'd be a million a year. Yeah, three million dollars each. Yeah, we'd make we'd make them a lot of money. I'm sure, but we'd do. It would be, bucks. it would because it would be critically acclaimed, like God of yeah, War of level critically acclaimed. Exactly. <laughs> and we would exactly, sell for no yeah. less. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we'd win them Game of the Year awards. Um, yeah, it'd be the most sold Assassin's Creed game. Ubisoft would be back on top. They'd actually have fans. Back on top? Yeah, okay. Um, yeah, we'd nail it. And then we'd yeah. leave. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it's... And then yeah. we'd leave, yeah. And then we'd leave. And then it's... they'd beg us. They'd, they'd offer us millions more, and they'd be like, no, we're going to not. Yeah, we're going to leave now. I'll see you later. It's... Yeah. Uh, yeah, I think, yeah. It's not... Assassin's Creed, well, like, it's it's why I don't 
know what I'm going to do with this video because I feel like I'm speaking from a place that's unreasonable almost. Um, well, why so, don't you make why why is the video not what you were just saying then? Like, um, what's unattainable? Why is it unattainable? And why maybe you're done with AC in that in that way? Like, because there's nothing they can do. Yeah. The thing is with that, it makes it difficult because I'm obviously going to stream the next game and I'm obviously going to stream this DLC and, like, then do I make a video on that as well? Like, what do people expect? Like, I, I, I should have... I guess I, I should have made Odyssey Broke me like a final... I'm never talking about this in a constructive way again. But then I've not done that. And so now I'm just like, shit, I don't know what the fuck to do. Um... Hmm. Because I could just never play them again. But I know I'm not going to do that. It makes me too much money. I can't not stream them and shit. Yeah. So it's like, that would be silly of me as a businessman. Um, yes, I, I understand that. So I don't know. I, I think I'm just going to have to do a bit more thinking on it, I guess. But that's where I'm at now. Um, well, I that's guess. the thing, isn't it? If, like, if someone offered me money, like I, I've always said, I'll, I'll, I'll never play the next game, and I won't. But if someone offered, everyone's got a price. If someone's like, "I'll pay you this much money," what? How will much? You play? I'm like, oh, okay. How much? What's um, your price? It's a lot of money. It's genuinely a lot of money. But I would play the next camp for twenty-five grand. Hmm. What about twenty grand though? Like, if someone gave you 20 grand, would you be like, nah, I don't want 20 grand just to play the next AC? Like, where do you draw the line? You know what? 20 grand. I would draw the line at 20. If they said 19, I'd say no. 19,999. Okay, that's... <laughs> You're an idiot. Yeah, but, you know. Still. Uh, still okay. 19,000 still a lot of money. I know. Yeah. I know that. Yeah, but you, I'm a businessman. You gotta, you gotta, you know, negotiate. Yeah, it's, uh, yeah, that makes sense. Okay, yeah. twenty grand is the lowest I would go to play the next but AC. Would, but it would cost money, and it wouldn't be like, oh, I really just wanted to. Play. I'd be like, you, oh, you're gonna pay? Okay, I'll do it. I'll stream it and everything. Yeah, and then everyone will be mad at you, like, because <laughs> you don't like, like it. <laughs> like I care. Yeah, exactly. Like, come, come. You just don't get it. Okay. Okay, <laughs> what did you expect from the guy that doesn't pay attention to the games or play the DLCs or anything? You know what I mean? Oh, Tyler didn't play the Fate of Atlantis, guys. I'm like, no, dude, I yeah, need to to understand Valhalla's ending. Yeah, you don't know where Lethe. Oh, <laughs> yeah. I hate yeah, this. Yeah, 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 yeah. I got gotcha, <sighs> you, you fucking idiot. I hate that this yeah. exists. I just want to fucking die. Yeah. Oh man. Oh man. Well, let's talk I, about dragons. You yeah, know, okay. I feel like we, I feel <laughs> like we should talk about. Yeah, oh, I just hate talking about this shit as well, though, because I get fucking tweets and shit. People are so, I just, I don't understand. Like, someone's like, "Oh, you know, I really hope that they explain the dragons as being like an Isu tech." I'm like, "Why do you hope that?" I don't. I just, I guess it's just confusing. What do you to me mean that an Isu still, tech? Oh, you I take, but you, you, but you still, you've, you've, you've still, you've always been this way. Like when people tweet you things, you really take it on board. It's just, you I really just, it just confuses um, me that people are like, bo idiots really bother you. They always have. Like it's just, you really just, I think it's because I just can't fathom. I just don't understand. Like I can't understand being genuinely like, like people, like oh, this, 
being genuinely invested in the lore. Like, and I, obviously, when I'm playing these games on stream or when I'm making a video, obviously, I am. It does appear that I'm invested. Like, it appears right. that I give a shit. Like, obviously, yep. I don't actually give a shit. Like, I do, but I don't. It's difficult to explain. Like, <clears throat> I don't care as a fan. I care as, like... I guess I care as, like, because I used to be a fan and people know me for it, so it's like, oh, why not? I might as well complain about it when I'm playing the new DLCs and there's a, and there's a werewolf. Why, why not? Um, yeah. Okay. But I, I'm not invested in the sense where I'm like, oh, I wonder what they do, because I don't care. I only care as it's happening and I can be like, oh, yeah, this is this is wrong and bad but it, it it's kind of crazy to me that people are, are invested in this still like people are genuinely like they're in their free time they'll be like oh i wonder what's gonna happen like how will they explain the dragons like i don't know how will they explain the dragons yeah i don't know yeah no i mean i i get where you're coming from i just have always accepted it i'm like well i mean i don't really care what anyone else thinks how like do you think they'll idiots. explain the dragons tyler I don't know. I don't care. I don't need, I've, it hasn't even crossed my mind. Come on, you can have a wild like, theory. Um, the dragons. I mean, I assume there won't really be an explanation. Like, that's clear. That's I assume it'll be like Abel's on drugs. I mean, I mean, I don't... Yeah, whatever. Yeah, <laughs> I, okay. Like, um, okay. Well, the, the could, DLC, I, right, is about... It's a... Uh, apparently, it's going to be like I a I ask you about one, this right? stuff because you care. I don't... Don't ask me about it. I don't know. Well, I think it's... The, it was leaked with, like, a bunch of, like, things about, like, Niflheim and stuff. So, like, they're going to do all of the... All of the realms that weren't in the base game, um, I think. So, I, I assume a dragon will just be in one of those. Like, you just have a dragon boss fight or whatever in one of the mythical realms, like Helheim or something. Um... um yeah man yeah i think yeah. yeah i think that's it uh, i think that's it yeah so it's just i think i think the i think the final dlc will probably just be like you go to valka's hut and bring in the right ingredients she just gives you like other drug trips like other than the asgard ones where odin did stuff i guess i don't know yeah I don't know, man. Yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure it's just. I'm sure you'll just have. It's literally going to be a mythical deal. But we, we also, you brought that up last podcast. You said there would be like. I bet they're going to do a third DLC when you were talking about like, is it the next game not being until 2023? And your justification was they're planning maybe another DLC that hasn't been. Oh announced. yeah, 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 yeah. And you bet it's just going to be some mythical DLC. Yeah, well, that's obviously what's going on. That's yeah. Yeah, and that's what's going to be like. They, you're, they're <laughs> going to literally just make <clears throat> different Norse realms because like God of War did it. Um, oh, I really hope I don't hate God of War after all this Viking bullshit. Like, I mean, yeah, it's it's a good point. I do hate Vikings now. Yeah, I really hate this Norse. Like, oh my god, I actually I, like, hate Norse mythology. It's actually it. a burning fucking hatred I have for it. Like, what a every shit time... religion and culture. <laughs> <laughs> every time Abel says some bullshit about like. Oh, it is as cold as the icy Jotunheim mountains or something. Like, just shut the fuck up. Just fuck. You live in the real world. Stop this. Stop it. It's, it genuinely gets under my skin. It, I just don't like it. And I guess... You don't like it? I guess God of War is not really like that because they're not Vikings. There's no Vikings in God of War. Like, you just live in the God world. But, like, am I going to be mad at, like, oh, Loki or, like, Odin or Thor, like... Am I going to be like, ugh, not this fucking bullshit again? Like, right. honestly, it's. I feel like, yeah, like Valhalla's actually just made me dislike God of War almost. I don't know. Right, yeah. <clears throat> I get it. 
I, I sort of get it. <clears throat> I mean, I don't because I love God of War. I could give a fuck about, like, you know. It's just the second replay, man, I think. Like, it's genuinely just, like, I didn't hate Norse mythology when I came out of my first playthrough of the game. But it's, like, after the second one, like, it's just every other sentence. Eivor won't shut the fuck up about this shit. And I hate it. It's so irritating. Like, I I don't believe in this. Why am I playing this character that deeply believes in this in a world where we know it's not real as well? It's just like, this is not compelling. It's annoying. It's... Honestly, that needs to be a point of the video as well because it's not... Like, when you're playing God of War, you know that the Norse gods exist, so you don't have to, like, suspend your disbelief. When you're playing Assassin's Creed, you know they fucking don't. So when Eivor's talking about all this bullshit, it's just irritating. And, like, she yeah. never, like... Like, when you play um, Horizon, Aloy is so compelling because she picks up on, like, reality of, of the world pretty quickly. Um, she doesn't believe in, like, oh, they're not gods, you know, it's technology and stuff. And so that's really cool. And you're with her then, like, you can relate to Aloy and you're with her for the journey. But with Eivor, yeah. it's like, she never figures it out. And so you spend the whole well, game... Well, Eivor's an idiot. I don't understand why Eivor anyone likes Eivor idiot, at all. Yeah. Eivor is the dumbest fucking character. Maybe dumber than Jacob. I'm gonna say it. <laughs> It's a fucking idiot. Yeah, I really don't like Eivor after this recent playthrough. I, I came out of the game actually quite liking... Well, I played as Mail Eivor the first time, but I, I liked Eivor the first time I played the game. Um, but I fucking hate her now. I genuinely fucking hate her. And I, I hate... To be honest, I hate all the characters. Sigurd's are right, though, because I think he gets what's going on. So he annoyed me less. Because, like, he gets that, like, he's, you know, he's Tear and, like, he's got that, like, that those memories in his head and everything. He understands that. No one else fucking yeah. does, though. It's, yeah, it's disaster. And why, like, oh, man. It's like, honestly, like, everything I'm talking about now, it's so confusing to try and get all this into a, into a video somewhere. Like, why is Reddit in your camp? Like, like, how do I even talk about that? It's so dumb. But, like, it's all these little things that just make the game into this just weird, weird thing. I just don't know. And also, because, like, Redder was Ash's thing, like, I don't know, he fucking loved Redder for some reason um redder's gonna be Wait, in which one's redder the little kid oh yeah, origins okay. so like yeah. he's he's gonna be in origins and valhalla and then just he's never in a game like he's just in those two for some reason um yeah <clears throat> it's uh yeah i just yeah fucking christ i need to talk i do need i feel like i have to make a video about this because i just need to get it out of my system i just don't know how yeah it's gonna be difficult <clears throat> But I'm, yeah. yeah, I'm gonna have to try. Yeah. Oh, and I'm gonna be playing this game until you know start of 2023, 2022, 20. Fuck, what year is it? Um, yeah. because the fucking yeah. dragon DLC. So <clears throat> I got Wrath of the Druids in two weeks. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, it was like, what was my breaking point? Like Valhalla definitely is the what actually broke. Because like you say, Odyssey broke you, but you still play the games. Valhalla actually broke me because I'll never play them anymore. Like, I'm like, oh, I'm done. I can't mm-hmm. do this. Like, I haven't... My recording of when I finish the epilogue that's on a video, you know, the, my reaction to that, <clears> and throat> then throat> I finish it. That's the last time I played Valhalla. Once wow. I finished it. I uninstalled it and I never played it again. I was like, I am... No, ever, never again will I do this to myself. And that was it. Like, that's... That, it broke me. 
and I was saying at the end, I'm like, this was shit. I hated it. I was like, this is the worst fucking game. This is the worst ending. Everything I liked about it sucks now because the ending sucks and didn't justify any of it. Because like, you know, all the things you like in the journey of Valhalla, man. <clears throat> and I know what you're talking about, all those things that you're enjoying. But at the end of the day, you, the reason you like him is because when it comes to storylines and character arcs and things like that, you actually assume what you're seeing is going to lead somewhere but the yeah, problem is all the things i liked led to nowhere for our character so the end result is no they don't know anything about bayek or the assassins or what they you know you spent your time looking for these um bureaus it's like well what was the point of that there, there is literally no point in it yeah in the, in the it even being in the game it could be not in the game it would change nothing um about the game in terms of our character and able that we're playing as um it paid off nothing uh, it did nothing and neither did doing any assassinations or killing any of the hidden ones. It actually did nothing. Well, like, what did that do for our character? It did literally nothing. Killing any Order of the Ancient. Mm. Any of them. That whole storyline. Where did it lead? The same place that Eivor started at, which was, I don't really care. It's not, yeah, it's not, it's not okay. There's no, there's no focus and there's no relevance <clears throat> to anything you do to the character we're playing as. It's like, just when you... in the game because... You yeah, know? it's in the game because they have to put it in the game. And, and like, you can it's, it's... accidentally find an Order of the Ancient and kill them in the game. Yeah, you just, can. And so... they're like asleep on a bed in a hut or like they're just fishing. You know what I mean? They're like, oh, as an order the... like, you know what I mean? Like there's no actual relevance to any of them. Yeah, they're just there. <clears throat> they're, they're glorified collectibles at the end of the day. And it's... <clears throat> they are. <clears throat> it's, it's, it's... Even the main story of Valhalla isn't relevant to Eivor's character because she doesn't know what's happening. So I don't know what Eivor's journey is because... She has like this moment in the epilogue where she's like, "Oh, the like I don't there there is no afterlife, blah blah blah. I just want to spend my my time with the people that I care about and the people that I love." But then you know, next minute she's like, "Let's go for the glory!" And like, it's like, what the fuck is going on? There's no consistency. There's no focus. Everything is just this fucked, just mess because there's no consistency across arcs, across side quests, across the open world across like the modern day it's just this just fucking mess it's just a fucking mess um and i I, yeah it's it's one of those things where like the game is such a mess that i don't even know where to start with a video i feel like odyssey it may like oh man i just don't even know anymore like i don't even know if i hate valhalla more than odyssey at this point like but there's i was thinking about this the other day i'm like if you ask me what game would i rather play i would rather play odyssey any day of the week than valhalla any day yeah i would 100 percent any day of the week, rather play Odyssey. Do you know why? Because Odyssey is insane. And you know, like, you know what I mean? Like, it never tried to be anything else than what it was, which was just nonsense. Mm-hmm. And I'm fine. I'll be a Spartan superhero. I'll do it. Let's, you know what I mean? Just go balls to the walls. But Valhalla doesn't know what it's trying to make you do. It's trying to make you do seven different things at once. You know? Yeah. Am I a Viking raider or am I an assassin? It's not doing well in any of them. At least if I wanted to be a Spartan superhero, I could be a Spartan superhero. You know what I mean? You can't mm-hmm. be an assassin in Valhalla and you can't really be a Viking in Valhalla. Yeah, it's yeah, and as well, that's the thing. Like Vikings are such a dumb set. Unless you're gonna do a real to life Viking that's very grounded and very visceral and real to history, you can't achieve it because like nothing that happens in Valhalla and the, the Viking side of things really feels right. Like you you've got these inconsistencies where they're going to England to settle, but then Eivor's burning down every farm she comes across. 
And then you've got, like, Eivor's talking about how she's going to go meet with the people and, like, she's going to create these alliances. But then, like, you can go against their, uh, like, you can go behind their backs in the river raids and burn down their own, like, parts of England that they own. And yeah. it's just this, it's just a mess. Like, the game doesn't know what it wants to be. The, 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 the like, conflicted is really what describes Valhalla. In every single aspect of what it tries to do, it's conflicted. And it's because there's yeah. too many people on, on, like, working on the game, in, in the narrative team as well. The game, the game was too long, so you needed too much going on. It's, like, as bad as Odyssey is, it's, it's, it's got a focus. Odyssey is a focus storyline. You understand what the point of Odyssey is. It's shit, but it's it's got a focus. Cassandra wants to reunite a family. That's it. That's the fucking story. And you go on yeah. that journey. Maybe, yeah, sure, there's like 60 hours of grinding in between every fucking story mission, but at least there's a focus to the story missions. In Valhalla, it's just disconnected, just drivel. Like, there'll be three-hour arcs that have no relevance to anything that happens in the rest of the game. And yeah, it's... it's uh, yeah, just honestly, I'm at this point where like... After the replay, someone asked me on Twitter, "Do I? How do I feel after the replay? Do I feel the same or not?" And I think I do feel the same, but in a weird way. It's so difficult to explain. Like, yeah, I feel the same in in the sense that are the codex pages still as well written as they were? Yeah, they are, and they are still just as good as they were. Are Desmond's audio logs just as good? Yeah, I don't dislike them anymore. Like the good things that were there, I don't dislike anymore. But is it just like, becoming more clear of how disconnected it is, though? It's becoming clear, I think, how irrelevant the things that I like are. Like, yeah, I like those things, but they're completely irrelevant. And it doesn't matter if I like them or dislike them, because the game still yeah. exists outside <laughs> of those things. So, I still, like, yeah, I... Uh, so it's like, yeah, which game... Like, And obviously this is coming out of someone who's just played Valhalla for another 70 fucking hours. So would I rather play... If you had to tell me to play right now Odyssey or Valhalla yeah i'd rather play odyssey right now but maybe i'm forgetting how much i hate odyssey because i haven't played it in such a long time mm. so yeah i mean i haven't played it in yeah two years or how, when did when did the first episode of the um blade legacy, legacy of the first blade come out? start of 2019 i think okay well that's the last time i played it because i played the first episode of it and then that then i uninstalled the game so two years ago yeah, that was when the last time I played Odyssey. So maybe it's because I literally don't remember it, in fairness. Yeah, it's been a long time for me as well. I haven't played it since... It's coming up on two years since I last played it, which would have been just before Odyssey Broke Me came out, which was July 2019. So, yeah, it's been a while since I played it. And, like, I do hate it, but I feel like... I, th I, think, I think Valhalla pisses me off more because I can't place why I hate it. I can't explain why it makes me feel the way it does whereas with odyssey i can and i have but with valhalla i just can't i can't there's too much there's too much game like and i've written down all these notes but like yeah i don't know there is too much too much game yeah yeah it's, it's it is too, too much, much game. it's just too much um, i think i just put it down to odyssey i didn't expect to be good valhalla i hoped would be good that mm. was the difference and that's the difference yeah. how i feel about them um, they're both my least favorite. Like I did my rankings, and I'm like, well, Valhalla and Odyssey to me are the two worst Assassin's Creed games ever released. Mm -hmm. And I'm gonna say that to Darby when he comes on the podcast too. <laughs> uh, I, I want Darby to justify this game to me. No, he won't. He won't. I think, he, I think he knows. I think, I think he's smart enough to know. Well, Darby. I mean, I've spoken to Darby, and he said like all along, he said um, 
that he's looking forward to my video eventually coming out and he, he says he'd probably agree with most of it because when you look back yeah. on a game after putting it out you see a lot of the issues that are in there obviously but also um, he's the writer not the game director so he's probably oh, of course always yeah. had issues with game direction of it he, well yeah because then that yeah, then that affects the narrative that you're trying to tell um yeah exactly and a lot of the issues i have don't come down really to don't really come down to the way the game's written necessarily i have structural issues and i do have some narrative issues but it it's not like a wow the story is like badly made and badly written and like there's some issues i have there are some issues i have there but a lot of it comes from direction and the content of the game and what it makes you do and the length of it is just it's it's a lot of those things less than it is quality of storytelling i guess yeah i, I get know. it it's uh yeah and, and i think a lot of the issues i have are with valhalla it's almost subjective issues whereas with odyssey i felt almost justified that they were a bit more objective i could take more of an objective stance with them uh, despite yeah. you know obviously art is always subjective but there are some things you can measure in objectivity when it comes to art like you can tell if something is a well-rounded character arc or not you can like it despite that but you can still analyze it and criticize why it might be badly written um so it's just a bit difficult but yeah i mean hopefully i'll come to some sort of fucking understanding of what i want to talk about and what i want to make but uh yeah until then i'm just fucking stuck um but I'm glad it's over. I'm glad I don't have to fucking play it anymore until the DLC. Because it's been it's been a kind of hell uh, playing it on my own, like without an audience and without streaming. Like it's 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 been good to do though because this is how it would have been for you, like not streaming it and having people there yeah. with you to talk to and like just sitting was there it and playing it. Yeah. There were moments where I was like, "Fucking Christ! I don't have a fast travel point and I've got to ride four thousand meters." Like, yes. And, and the game would be like, oh, there's no follow road. And I'm like, there fucking should be, though. Why can't I follow the road? Have I got to really manually go? I... <sighs> yeah, I realized that a lot of time I spent traveling, I would just be talking to chat. And so I was skipping from like major thing to major thing without having to really worry about what I was doing in between. Mm. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Now you when, know the pain. Yeah, now but when I'm playing on my own, I've got what to, it's like, like to actually there. play the game properly. Yeah. And it's awful. Yeah, it's yeah, it really is. I mean, to be fair, indefensibly awful. The one thing I did like, though, just to end on a positive before we go on to the next topic, is Vinland was still pretty good. Um, Vin, I'll stand by Vinland in fairness too. To be honest, I'll stand by Vinland because good. it makes Assassin's Creed Three look made me. It made me go, "Wow, I miss Assassin's Creed 3. That's <laughs> what it made me do. That's yeah, why. Yeah. How crazy is that? That. Okay, Assassin's Creed's so bad, I miss Assassin's Creed 3. I would play AC3 any day oh, of the yeah. week before I'd play Valhalla again. Do you know any what's weird yeah. you know is? I, I went back and watched someone's AC3. It was Maddie, because Maddie was supposed to be on this episode of the As Always podcast. It's going to be on the next oh, episode. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We should, we should, we should mention. But um, I watched Maddie's... I went back a bit, like, because I like to research our guests because I'm professional. Um, mm-hmm. And I was going back through all his old videos and... I was watching his AC3 review and he was like, criticism was like, it takes so long to be Connor and playing in the world. Like, it took six hours. And I'm like, fuck, that's so short. Like, you know what I mean? <laughs> Comparison to now, it would take 50 yeah, wow. hours before you do an assassination of Valhalla. Like, it's just so wild that I'm like, man, it's, it's in, like, remember when we talked about, like, Odyssey really opens up after the first 10 hours. You know what I mean? Like, oh, that's, you know, man. and everyone was justifying. It's like, it's fine because it gets really good after 10 hours. We used to critique three 
for like oh, taking man. six hours to get to playing as Connor in robes. Meanwhile, at least in that six hours, we're playing as fucking Hatham. You know what I mean? Yeah, and it's actually There's good actual, storytelling like, too. It's like, good story. Like, it's the best it's part a of the good game. Story. It's in a quality comparison. six hours. Yeah, and even the Connor stuff. That's some great storytelling for Connor during that period as well. Like, yeah, it, it Connor becomes- only gets shit after sequence six. That's Agreed. when it gets bad. Him being an assassin's like the gameplay gets better in the sense of okay, I'm an assassin, but the story gets really shit. Yeah, exactly. Like, but Connor's good it when gets, he's a it kid. becomes an American Revolution game at that point on, mm-hmm. whereas before it's actually like an Assassin's Creed story. Um, before that point, so it's hilarious. So like Vinland, I'll agree, was genuinely nice because it's like reminding me of like when Assassin's Creed was at least Assassin's Creed. Might not have even been good Assassin's Creed, but it was still like, oh yeah. wow, like this is a throwback to like a memory I had that actually meant something to me. Yeah. You know, like Juno, yeah. the Grand Temple, and you know all that sort of stuff. The tribe oh. and that like the fucking Connor, ball. Connor drawing the the assassin symbol in the sand when he's like, yeah. oh, I need to go find the assassins. Oh man, I miss when our protagonists wanted to be assassins. Yeah. Uh, yep. Fucking mental. I did, yeah, but when I was playing Villain, I did think, like, I had this brief moment where I was like, man, maybe I should, like, stream through AC3. I kind of want to play it. Um, yeah. I, I'm not going to do it, though, but, like, no, I had this, like, brief thought where I was like, oh man, that might be fun. Um, so, yeah, yeah. Vin- Vinland was still, there's still some, some bits in there. I, I did, um, I did Vinland last. It was the last thing I did because I did speak to Darby about it a few months ago and he said he felt that vinland almost felt very final and it kind of does I'd, I'd i'd say if if everyone's ever going to play replay valhalla don't do it but if you are going to uh save vinland till the very yeah. end because it's uh yeah it kind of it fits it's quite nice actually um but yeah jesus christ fuck yeah yeah and even just like assassin's Creed sequences they they used to be like 45 minutes yeah, I mean, fucking look at you Unity. Know? Like, some of them only had like two missions in. Yeah, they were they were short. And that was fine. You know, you could but but you could get that would justify you like in a sequence spending time doing side activities. Whereas like in Valhalla, the story already takes three hours, even if you're skimming through cutscenes. Mm-hmm. Like, so you really don't. Have, I don't want to do anything on the side. I don't want to stick around and explore because it takes fucking three hours just to finish like a chapter and the seventy chapters. Mm. You know. Yeah, yeah. I, I speedrun Snottinghamshire on this replay. Uh, I had to get up someone's speedrun, and I just copied what they did so I could get through it really quick because it was awful. Um, yeah. So that was cool. Uh, but yeah, it's just... Yeah, it's just fucked. It's just fucked, and this is how I feel. And I know we're going to get plenty of comments where people are going to be like, oh, bloody hell, James, look at you flip-flopping on your opinion. But it's like, look, it's just what happens when you reflect on something for a bit. It's, you know... <coughs> People see my initial reaction to something and they think that that's going to be my reaction, like my opinion for the rest of the time, which is just not the case. Like, you're seeing me watch this unravel for the very first yeah. time. You're seeing my initial thoughts and initial reactions to these things that I want to be good as well. Um, yeah. So it's also me convincing myself that it's good. You'd probably get mm. a different, you'd probably see me react differently if I was playing on my own. Like, if you, like, after I finished a game, I put up a tweet. I don't think I would have liked Valhalla if I played it on my own. I don't think I don't. I probably would have. Dude, I'll tell it, you. Like, I promise you, you. I promise you. You. You wouldn't have. I can. Yeah, I can tell you. I probably have might have liked it more if I streamed it. But I really had to sit there. And it was like, awful. I really didn't like. It was an awful experience. The whole experience of playing Valhalla was awful. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. And like you said to me, like, oh, you just can't like play it for long. You're like, oh, I play like an arc, and then like I have to shut it off for a week or whatever. And I was yeah. just like, I just don't get it. Like, why? Like, why can't you just play 
you know just keep playing it but i get it i fucking get it i struggled yeah. so much on this playthrough yeah. like when i was streaming i had the chat behind me they were hyping shit up like oh james i can't wait to see you react to this bit and i was like oh, yeah, that's gonna be fun like mm. it was good it was fun um but yeah it's the game is just and, yeah. and like i'm at this point almost where i'm like i don't the game's not good and i just don't care that it's not good i don't need yeah. to say it like i just feel like i don't even need to say it or argue it like look it's just not yeah. good and that's just yeah. it i just don't know yeah. they're there not gonna go. listen to me or change anything. it's not gonna there's no point there's no purpose there we go we've done it <sighs> i feel i don't even feel vindicated anymore because I, I know i'm right like I, I there was never a point where i'm like i need everyone to know they have baba i'm I know I'm right. I know how bad it is. And um, eventually everyone will realise. Eventually everyone will realise. Same with the Assassin's Creed movie. That bothered I'm an- me though. I'm that annoyed. Really triggered me when people liked that. Yeah, I was I'm like, sorry. What the fuck are you talking about? What do you mean? I have such an issue with knee-jerking shit though, and I don't know why. I guess yeah. I just want things to be good. And so yeah. in the moment I'm like, oh, that was really good. I don't know why. But though. you justify things really well too. Like you have a really like like you really have an argument and you're really you stand by that argument mm. you know and you'll you'll argue sense. the point to me and i'll be like holy shit you really you really believe that yeah i mean i can still argue the why i like valhalla like i I understand why i did but i just it's just like over time i think i've realized that those things don't matter to me as much it's also like after playing ac1 and like speed running it and everything and like really having to get to grips with how that game works to be able to speed run as best as i can like you realize just how fucking brilliant it is how well put together it is despite it being 14 years old and Valhalla's just not close that game will age like shit it's already shit and it's yeah, yeah it's like i so just moments like where i was going into this thing to get some loot and like there's a fucking ladder in the middle of the room and i'm like oh i have to back eject and like i run up the wall jump backwards and Abel just goes through the ladder and i'm like ah, of course of course I have to pull a fucking box or something. It's just... Yeah. Uh, yeah. It's... Uh, ah, man. It's all a bit of fun, hey? It doesn't matter. Yeah. It's just a game. That's exactly. It, yeah. It is just a game at the end of the day. Yeah. Um, yeah, a game that's ruined my life. But that's yeah, okay. I know. I know. I know, buddy. We don't have to talk about it anymore. Let's move on. We spent a Let's good hour move on, on Assassin's Creed, and I told oh, you we would. God, I knew we it's would. been an hour. Fucking hell. That fell like five yeah. minutes. Yeah, I know. I knew, but I knew it would be like an hour. I was like, it's going to be at least an hour of t- discussing. I knew going God. into today, it would be at least an hour of discussing this because oh, of, you know, you traumatically having to replay Valhalla and finally finishing it. Mm. So, it's what it is. Plus the news with the whole dragons thing, like Assassin's Creed Skyrim. Um, mm-hmm. You know? But it's okay. It's yeah. okay. Um, some other news this week, The Last mm-hmm. of Us Part 3, Neil Druckmann has, uh, put out there that they've got the story outline for The Last of Us Part 3, but they're not making it yet, and they're not sure when they'll make it or if they'll ever make it. Mm-hmm. Um, and the, here's the thing, they will make it, and I'll tell you why, um, because Neil Druckmann wants to make it. And I'll tell you why Neil Druckmann wants to make it, because he literally came out in an interview and said this, because he, he wants it to be news, he wants people to get hyped, and he wants mm-hmm. to put pressure on naughty dog internally to make the last of us part three because he's probably getting some pushback that because he's like oh the process is you know we give it some time we throw a few story ideas at the wall and then we'll decide what we're going to commit to for a bunch of years and what neil wants to work on is what he would have discussed in this interview mm-hmm. and put out there as headlines if he wanted to make it another uncharted he would have said yeah well i've got a really good story outline for you know the, an uncharted but 
XYZ. I've got a storyline for this new IP. That's what we're fo- like, what we're, mm-hmm. you know, like he wouldn't say, oh, I've got the storyline for The Last of Us Part 3 unless he wants to make The Last of Us Part 3. And yeah. that's what he's trying to probably convince internally to, to, to do. Um, what? How do you feel? What are your thoughts on, on the news coming out? Uh, yeah, I mean, I I expected a Last of Us Part Three to happen. Um, I'm 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 happy that that Neil Druckmann seems like it's something he really wants to do. Um, and that they've he's got ideas there. Um, I, a lot of people said, and I mean, it's the same shit they said after the Last of Us Part One is that oh, the way it ended, I don't think we need another one. Um, and oh my god, people oh said god, that. Jesus Christ! Like the, when the Last of Us Part One finished, a lot of people said like I don't think we need another one. Every time someone would be like, oh, I wonder if we'll get a Last of a Last of Us Part Two. Oh, Last of Us 2, everyone would be like, well, I don't think we need another one. The the the, the ending of first one was perfect. And yeah, it was. And we, did, we didn't need another one. I but The Last of Us Part 2 is fucking phenomenal. And, and I, I feel like think, you need another one a bit more than you do. Yeah, I think this is a, a middle point. I feel like this is a three-part story. I feel like yeah, this is a third... We need a third and final chapter to this this story that's been that's being told because you've got you know the last of us part one is a particular journey that you see uh, through joel and ellie and then you you see uh you see ellie's journey and what she learns and how that links to joel and you see abby's journey and how that links to joel um and i feel that it leads perfectly into a third part that will conclude this whatever whatever the point is like um, of these these three stories and this journey we've been on with all of these characters so i'm very interested to see what it is i'm obviously we're not going to get it for fucking ages um yeah. but i'm looking forward to it because yeah for sure whatever neil what, Druckmann what... does like just make it just do what do what he wants to do and i'm sure that yeah. he will i don't think i don't think he's going to take you know backlash about part two into consideration um yeah, for sure. i think he's just going to do the story he wants to do yeah, no, I agree. I and I, he shouldn't, but you and I also both loved the Last of Us Part Two, mm-hmm. and agreed with the story direction. There's nothing I disagreed with with the story direction of the Last of Us Part Two. I thought it was fucking yeah, phenomenal, right. near perfect. Yeah. Um, you know, it took me a minute to come round to it. Um, you know, with you know what goes on in it, not with what happened at the start. I thought what happened at the start was fucking exactly what needed to happen. Mm-hmm. Um. But the way it ends, like, I guess you could, like, like you don't need another one, but if, if that's what you want The Last of Us Legacy to be, which is the most depressing ending ever, which, you know, there's a lot of <clears throat> meaning behind the ending to me of two mm-hmm. that's important. Um, and you could leave it sitting on that, but I just feel like, is that really the ending, your meaning that The Last of Us means? Is that what The Last of Us means? Does mm-hmm. it mean... I, don't, I guess I don't want to spoil it, even though it's a year old, but, like, yeah. <clears throat> you, if you've played it, you know what I'm saying. You know, there's mm-hmm. a lot of consequences to a lot of actions, and is that really the point of the f- series? Okay. Mm-hmm. I didn't know that was the whole point. I, I think it's an important part, super important part. But is it the point? I, I, I'd argue it's not. And I think there does need to be a part three. Question is, what do you do in a part three? And what I mean by that is, is Ellie still the main character you're playing as uh james or i think no okay you think i think i don't know why i think that i just feel that to continue playing as ellie would well i mean that's the thing right the last of us if you if you make us play as ellie it almost feels like the last of us is 
has a protagonist in a sense right like ellie is in the first one ellie is the protagonist you play in the second one then the third one it makes her feel like a hero which isn't really the point i think because like you know when joel does what he does in the first game we then don't play as joel for the rest of the game we play as ellie for those final moments because you want to see joel through someone else's eyes um yeah and you like ellie knows the truth deep down and we see that obviously come to a head in the in, in part two but like ellie knows the truth and seeing joel from an outside perspective it's like a shock to the system and like you do start to question like wait is what he did right is he a good guy this is fuck it feels it makes you feel uncomfortable um and then going into part two obviously you play as two different characters um i think that i think you could play as ellie but i don't think i don't want it to be like the only character or like i don't want like I, I just don't know like i i'm not as fucking smart as neil Druckmann is um yeah so it's difficult for me to suggest um but it, it feels like the last of us is bigger than a protagonist or bigger than a hero because i feel like joel is not the protagonist of the last of us neither is ellie it's more an idea or a concept that pushes through bias like playing as these characters i guess but I you'd, ag- you'd agree that it revolves around the two stories that came before it yeah yeah definitely it would be a continuation i don't mean like an entirely separate thing but i i would like yeah. to see abby being relevant and i would like to see ellie being relevant in some way um yeah and obviously joel as well and you know that that connection still being there um because we see the way that we leave ellie at the end of part two she still has that she has that deep connection to joel so um i wouldn't put it past neil Druckmann to skip 20 years of time and the main protagonist is Dee's child and you see what's come of an Ellie and an Abby and a Lev mm. and all these other characters and the fall and how long those wounds can last. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's interesting. That's interesting. That you know, might who is be... Ellie when she's 40? You know what I mean? Like, <clears throat> mm. That would be what, interesting. What, how, how did those decisions into impact her long-term life probably mm. ruined her you know what i mean and but you can see the consequences of that because it's not like i'm saying there needs to be a part three to you know because two was sad and we need to see that sort of hope come back. i'm like i don't necessarily agree with that but to properly see the consequences the lasting effects and then maybe learning from those past mistakes with the next generation or other people that are related to these people um, that are connected to them, not like related, related, but like connected to them, mm-hmm. and seeing how they learn. <clears throat> yeah, yeah, you that's know? probably a good. That's probably a good idea. Like seeing how those choices and what you do affects the people close to you and like future generations, um, and that sort of then has that ripple effect on the world that they live in. I think you could do a lot there because it's yeah, like I said, I think The Last of Us is more more because character is a central focus of the last of us but i don't think it's about those characters and obviously that i think that's what a lot of people missed or like to me misinterpreted with regards to the last of us one because i don't think it's i don't think the point of the game was about joel and ellie i think they were vessels to tell a greater narrative and to 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 sort of to to propose questions about humanity um and what is the right or wrong choice it's um, called the last of us who is us it's humans it's people yeah, they're exactly, just representations yeah. of people and what happens when it what who are the last of us in a situation where there is just so few humans left in the world 
what becomes of us, what challenges they go through. That's the point. It's called The Last of Us. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it's, it's something I talked about in my retrospective a little bit was the idea that the, the Last of Us sort of, I guess, embodies the idea of when there is no society left and when there's only remnants of like human beings in these little pockets around the, the planet like how how do we retain our humanity and the the and like so that proposes then the question is like what joel did at the end of the last of us one was that right or not because in a sense yes because it shows that humanity is more about caring and showing that care for even you know an individual rather than just casting them aside but then at the same time potentially the opposite of that because that 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 want that's like that striving to survive even by doing difficult things is also humanity so what really is the most important and i think those are the questions at the end of the first game sort of poses to you and then they explore that deeper in in the last of part two through a bunch of different lenses um and i think that that would be maybe something to answer or try to attempt to answer um not maybe not definitively but attempt to to answer that question like what is humanity and what makes humanity uh sort of uh prolong and continue despite the circumstances of the world in the last of us um in in a third game maybe try and tackle that question and do that through the characters that we've come to know and new characters too yeah yeah definitely new characters as well um, I, I don't think you need more than a third, though. I feel like... No. There needs to be some consequences, too, because, one, a lot of things happened, um, but it was more of an introduction to all those ideas and concepts, and then a one key moment at the end that, that led to a, a series of events in two, but those series of events in two were really fucking insane, and there's a lot of them, and I feel like there's a fallout to that. And I feel like it's not about seeing what happened a couple months later, a couple years later. It's like, what happens? How does this affect all those people that are involved in all of those for the rest of their lives? Like, I feel like it's going to be a big time jump between mm-hmm. two and a three. Like a massive yeah. one. That'd be interesting. That'd be very interesting. Um, and I think it would be... I, th- I Yeah, I think it's probably the only story you can tell, maybe. Because you can't just pick up right where we left off or, like, just do a direct sequel. It feels too, like, uncharted or, like, too... Yeah. You know, it's like an action movie or like what you'd expect yeah. to, to Hollywood, which is, I mean, what people wanted from The Last of Us Part Two is they wanted that. I mean, the people that don't like it anyway, wanted yeah. that. Oh, where let's just pick up where we left off with Joel and Ellie going on another adventure. But that's not adventure. What, what adventure? You know, what yeah, I, mean? I don't know. Like, like that's not what, what made The Last of Us what it was. And picking up exactly where we left off with with Abby and Lev or with Ellie after The Last of Us Part Two doesn't really it it doesn't feel right or feel like the last of us i feel like you've got to you've yeah. got to make that time jump and you've got to explore new avenues and yeah just really pose those those questions that make you think and make you feel that's really what the last of us is all about um and yeah i mean i'm ex- i'm excited for it whenever they eventually make it which it won't be for a while but very mm. very excited for Long it time yeah i mean there'll be an uncharted that comes out before that but i mean i don't think naughty dog is working on it. it's another studio working on uncharted now Mm-hmm. which is weird anyway it's such a weird, it is weird. concept yeah, yeah that is strange i feel like maybe they should have just let it let it let it sit maybe um mm. to avoid getting into working a, on it for bad many position. years they have but even still it seems a bit odd to me especially when it was naughty dog's thing i mean they've had different people over the years like you know 
Amy Hennig was always on the first one, and then like now Neil Druckmann's sort of the the face of Uncharted, I guess. So it shifts and changes. So the moving, <coughs> stu- moving studio, it, Naughty Dog might not be the ones behind it, but you know it's 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 a similar thing to like getting different people internally, I guess. Um, yeah. But yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, um, in other news, to move on from uh, uh, Uncharted and the last of us mm-hmm. uh there's, there's some news came out this week about the obi-wan kenobi series mm. uh ewan mcgregor mentioned that he's been doing massive two and a half hour long training training sessions a day of sword fighting wild what does that tell you james about this obi-wan kenobi series that he's going to be doing flips he's going to be doing yeah. He's going to be doing backflips. He's going to be swinging all about. He's not just waving his lightsaber from side to side a little bit. He's doing some big big bits and pieces. So that's exciting. Um, some prequel-style fights almost, maybe. Um, I, I'm, I'm looking forward to it. Some wild shit. It's like the only thing about Star Wars I care about, to be honest. The same. Because... No, to be fair, it was the only thing about Star Wars that I was... It was the thing, even with before 7 came out, I'm like, I'm excited for a new trilogy, but like, I'm the most excited for an Obi-Wan Kenobi show. Mm-hmm. or movie at the time like we thought it was going to be a movie yeah it's the only thing I care about too yeah it's... everything else every show every movie I could I don't care yeah it's it's I, I sort of fell out of love with Star Wars like I guess in and out of love with Star Wars over the past few years whenever there was a new movie I'd be like oh I love it now I don't love it Um, and yeah. oh now I love it and now I don't love it again and when like Clone Wars came out like I mean people still fucking love Clone Wars season 7 but I thought it was just sort of fine I didn't think it was that amazing there was some way better stuff in the old seasons of Clone Wars it was just a bit meh because they were just following storylines that you know the outcome to i think season seven of clone wars would have hit way better if it came out when it was meant to come out which was before rebels but with rebels existing we know the outcome of rex and ahsoka and all these other characters so it kind of uh, makes it a little bit redundant it was still cool to see like it was still good good television and good clone wars but it was just i don't know didn't didn't really i don't know it didn't it wasn't that good for me i don't think but i think yeah i'm just in general with Star Wars, I just sort of don't care anymore. Yeah. But yeah, with this Obi-Wan show, I am very, very interested in it. I'm very looking forward to it because, I mean... I feel like this is our last hurrah. Yeah, you know? and I love... I, I Like, as much as... Like, I don't... I, I love the prequels despite the fact they're kind of shit. Um, yes, agreed. But I still, like, love them because it's like my childhood. So getting an but, Obi-Wan show, yeah. I'm like, wow, Ewan McGregor as Obi-Wan Kenobi again. Oh, it's Hayden just great. Christensen. Yeah, Hayden well. Christensen. Oh man, it's gonna be so good. Just they're just saying goodbye to those two, mm-hmm. and then I'm like, okay, that, that was my childhood. I can move on. It's yeah, over. yeah, exactly. That's uh... and if it's shit, I can move on angrily, like I did Hala. <laughs> and if it's good, I can move on happily. But either way, we move yeah. on. Yeah, we move on. Mm. This is our Valhalla. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I hope it's good. Valhalla. I hope it's good. But then again. Star Wars, everything has been shit. Like, I can't remember the last good Star Wars thing that came out. I guess you could say Clone Wars Season 7, because it wasn't bad. It just wasn't yeah. this amazing, outstanding thing. It was just maybe a bit overrated. But, like, fucking Mandalorian's yeah. fucking shit. Um, you and I haven't seen Season 2, though, and I keep no. hearing it's really good. Oh, I've seen clips from it. It's so... No, it's not good. It's just oh, Star yeah. Wars fans are dumb as shit, man. It, they just, like, miss the point. Like, oh, Luke from The Last Jedi is not Luke Skywalker, but Luke, Luke Skywalker from Mandalorian Season 2 is, and he's so epic. But, like, it's... No. I, oh, just People don't seem to understand, like, what it means to be a Jedi. And it's not just hitting things with your lightsaber. Like, yeah, it's cool when they do that, but the philosophy of it is so much more important. 
And Luke Skywalker's arc in The Last Jedi is fucking fantastic. Oh, God. I, yeah, I don't know. Um, I don't know. But This is just James cycling down into depression. It's so difficult because like, it's like every fan of things just don't get the point of it. It's just so weird. Like Star Wars fans don't understand the Force and like the 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 philosophy behind the Jedi and the Sith and like all of that stuff. They're like, no, I just want to see epic lightsaber swing. Like, oh, fuck. Okay, then. Just see the epic lightsaber swing. Oh, I can't do this anymore. I can't be fans of these things anymore. I just My brain is too big. That's what it is. You're um, too smart. I get I'm it. I'm too smart. Exactly. Yeah. It's so I difficult. I, I just have such a high IQ, and these these idiots, they just they'll never get yeah. it. They'll, they'll never understand. They haven't read the Icelandic sagas. They don't. No, it. exactly. They've not read the Icelandic sagas. They've not read the bloody Mandalorian sagas. They don't get it. All right. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Fuck me. Yeah, I can't wait for the next four pillars podcast where I bring the Icelandic sagas and I read <laughs> a, a piece from it. Yes. Can't wait! Fuck yeah! I can't wait. Well, to to for one last topic to end the podcast, mm-hmm. I feel like I need to bring you back to life. Yes, um, please. Because Captain America Four has been yes, and revealed to be in the works. Captain America nice. Four, a film, a Captain America film in the MCU. How do you feel about oh, that? That's Post Falcon so Winter Soldier. That's so exciting! I'm so looking forward to it. That's going to be fucking brilliant. Um. The, the finale of Falcon and Winter Soldier was sick. Um, yeah, I was going to had... ask you, because, I mean, I, I've i talked about it on Streamcast and I've talked about it on Time Show, yeah. but I haven't talked to you about it. What, what yeah. your, how do you feel about the end it of was, Falcon and Winter Soldier? It was great. I think it had some pacing issues, but that's because it's a finale of a Marvel show and they've got to have a bit of a big punch out. Um, but I think it handled it was much better than WandaVision's finale, um, <clears throat> mostly because it was 25% action and the rest of it was just character moments. Um and I think that was brilliant. Like, even during the action as well, like, you've got fucking Sam Wilson showing up in his new Captain America suit. Just, like, and they're not even beating around the bush with it. Like, he's, like, the first thing he says is, I'm Captain America. Um, yeah. And everyone's acknowledging it. It was fucking brilliant. Um, and then you've got all of these brilliant, brilliant character moments to, to wrap up the show as well. Like, showing that Sam Wilson cares about individuals and he cares about um, whatever the opposite of individuals is. The, the mass public um and so that's really cool like he feels like captain america um you got great moments in there like like bucky calling him cap as well which was great that was awesome um it's just yeah just a really good ending to the show for all characters involved i think um and sets up yeah the future now of of um for a captain america movie which yeah that's the perfect way to do it and i, I just can't wait to see what they do i think it's gonna be fucking fantastic yeah yeah i uh that was what i said from the beginning to you man i kept saying look i hope this show sets up not a season two but a cap four that's mm-hmm. what i all i wanted it to be and all i wanted once i finished the episode but i did not expect to hear hours after the episode yeah, so soon. premiere them like yep yeah, well that's what's happening There's yeah Captain that's Four really exciting yeah it seems like they just know what they're doing like Kevin Feige and the rest of these Marvel people, they know what they're fucking doing. Um, yeah. They're just on top of it. Like, they've got this shit planned. Um, well, that's they what get the, writer, the writer of Falcon Winter Soldier, who's writing Cap 4, said, mm-hmm. I'm just surprised after they did all the movie announcements, they hadn't announced all of them. There's way more. I'm mm-hmm. like, what? You know what I mean? Like, it's like, oh, shit, okay. Yeah. Obviously, Cap 4. But what else did these shows set up? 
Uh, mm. the, my only question is, is it too much? There's so much Marvel now. Like, we had a big gap and that was awesome and I'm glad we're back and everything. But I'm like, holy shit. It's a lot. Like, there's so much coming. It's yeah. not like three films a year. It's like there's five films a year and five shows a year. It's a lot I think, of Marvel. I think if they can manage to differentiate them in a way that they haven't before, that then I'll be a lot more... a lot. There'll be a lot less chance of me feeling fatigued. And don't get me wrong, I never really felt fatigued. Like, when, you know, Spider-Man came out um, Far From Home and everyone was like, God, Marvel, so much Marvel. Like, I never really felt that. Um, mm. I, I was always, like, in it and like, wow, this is so good. Once they took the break, maybe I realized it was like, oh, this break was good. And now I'm so glad to be back. So I think once, once I'm in it and I'm enjoying it, I'm not really going to notice. I'm just going to be like, yeah, it's a new Marvel film. It's a new Marvel show. This is great because it's all so good. And they get it. Um, but as long as they can make each thing more individual as well, I think it'll be um, good. So get like creative directors in. Get um, it, like interesting uh, script writers in and stuff and make them feel individual. Like when, when you watch WandaVision, it's very different to Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Like the way that Falcon and Winter Soldier is also shot, is and, and structured is very different to a generic marvel film as well it's a bit closer but there's a lot of really interesting camera work in falcon and the winter soldier that i think is just really interesting and nice to look at um that you don't get in like a you know captain america the winter soldier um which is a bit more of a you know what you'd expect from a marvel film so that's just i think keep that up and you've got like sam raimi is doing um doctor strange which is great like yeah. he has a very interesting way of creating stuff i think just don't try same and... with taika yeah exactly as well so you've got all these different directors that do different things let them do their own thing and i think they have kind of learned to do that like when you watch thor ragnarok it's a marvel film but like it's it's a comedy film like it's so different from other stuff and i think if you let directors really yeah. put their own Guardians, spin on things what they've nailed with like keeping directors with properties mm -hmm. like the roosters with captain america taika with thor mm -hmm. um yeah um james gunn with guardians like they've got yeah. their own identity and i think that makes it work just take it a bit further because i think i feel like sometimes they would force or not force but maybe push the directors to do similar things and it's also like with uh the way that they're edited and stuff um i think you want to make them feel a little bit different as well because sometimes like the color grading looks very similar in all these films and all of the visual effects and and the way that they're like edited together look very similar sometimes if you just manage to keep those things along with camera work and and, and, and writing and stuff and structuring a bit different i think fatigue will be a bit less likely um mm. just when i go into this i want it to be a part of the mcu but also stand on its own as this individual piece of like uh content uh, or media or entertainment or whatever so um if they can if they can do that i think we'll be good but uh yeah yeah i'm excited for the future for sure yeah me too i can't wait i can't wait um i asked a question on time my show should and will chris evans return in cap four mm -hmm. what, what what do you think um i think no uh yeah. for the time being uh just let sam do his own thing uh not propped up by uh the previous captain america but i i obviously would like to see him back at some point um but maybe the reason they did this show is so that sam can do his own thing and then they can have chris evans in cap four 
um because sam's already done the legwork to get there like he didn't need yeah. steve yes. to become captain america he Agreed. became captain america on his own so now steve mm-hmm. could show up uh more as a as a friend than a mentor so um i wouldn't be either way to be honest i think uh i think i if he showed up i'd be like yep that works it's good if he doesn't show up i'd probably feel the same like yeah that works we don't need to see him necessarily so yeah i'm probably either way <clears throat> what do you think um i think i think he should i think he should uh, okay. but only as old old man cap though yeah yeah, yeah yeah he can't be the hero he can't outshine sam um i think you know but i think he should also find he should be the one to find sam not sam goes looking for steve for advice at a time mm-hmm. sam needs him steve just sort of is there mm-hmm. bit of a guardian angel you know you don't know where he is you don't know what, what you know where he lives or where he's hiding he just when it's like a guy that just sort of knows when he needs to be there mm-hmm. yeah um the man out of time uh but also, if he's not, he's not. I'm totally fine with that. I just think they will want Chris Evans back at some point, and I'm afraid they'll do it in a really over dramatic way. I really hope not. It won't be in be Cap mental. Four. Like, I've, if it's in Cap Four, you know, it's probably going to be in a good way, um, because it'd be you know conducive to the storyline that Sam's going through as Captain America. Mm-hmm. I'm worried they save it for the big finale in ten years, and you know, Steve saves the day. It's like, well what was the point of the last 10 years of all these other heroes that we've been yeah. getting to know? You I know don't I mean? think they will, because I think Marvel get it. I think if it was in anyone else's hands, that's what they'd do. But I think Marvel, I think they just get it. Oh, I the think... second Kevin Feige resigns or like, yeah, yeah, on, yeah, it's yeah. over, bro. It's fucking over. Yeah, that's when it all goes absolutely you know downhill, does, spirals out of control. This doesn't go forever. Yeah, this doesn't yeah. last forever, that's for sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, it's it's you know, while it's while it's still good, I'm gonna enjoy every second of yeah, it. Yeah, fuck oath, fuck oath. Um, there's um, there's yeah, rarely we get things like this that are consistently Characters good. in the sort of Captain America universe that we've sort of left off with, like Zemo, John mm. Walker, um, Sharon Carter. How do you feel about those characters? Do you want to see all of them back? Some of them back? Yeah. I mean, jo- John Walker and Sharon Carter are gonna be back, and I feel like Zemo's gonna be in it just because he's so popular now yeah yeah he's like the loki of our of the cap yeah yeah, exactly he's very good he's very good i mean he's always been very Very good good. but i think captain uh captain what the fuck uh winter soldier you know the show the fucking show um like made him even more popular i think it 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 added a lot to his character and um it's just cool to see him like being all fucking scheming and shit um because obviously in in the win uh no civil war he was a bit more behind the scenes um yeah less like not quite as front and center but um yeah that'll be it'll be cool to see him back at some point however they decide to incorporate him uh the only character i'm like a john walker as well um like see where he goes and where they take him and how they evolve that whole storyline the only one i'm yeah. not super keen on i think it's a bit weird is sharon carter that's maybe the only character that i was like a bit like uh, i don't know how i feel about this one i don't know if this is compelling or feels forced or is a bit weird like i don't know it's just like i just kind of don't feel much for her like i didn't i didn't like it yeah i thought it was, it was a bit it's a bit weird like as well because yeah. like it's like it like her connection to peggy as well it's like well fucking that's weird yeah no we think to do to that legacy um yeah but yeah i don't know what they're gonna do with her if they make her like a villain it's gonna be like really shit uh, as a villain just not that good but uh yeah i don't know i feel like she'd be more of like a side character that like helps people out more than like an antagonist but 
yeah, it'll definitely be interesting uh, to see what they do, regardless, I suppose. Yeah. Yeah. No, absolutely. Well, Captain America 4, look at that. Who'd have thought? Who'd have thought we'd be talking about this so soon? Mm. When do you think it comes out? Oh, man. I don't know. I actually don't know. There's so many movies, isn't there? That when are they going to, like... Where are they just going to decide to do it? Because it used to be, like, you Well, know... I feel like we're at the end of... Like, I said we're at the end of COVID, but I feel like things are just opening back up now. Mm-hmm. In the sense of, like... Like we sort of thought, everyone's like, it'll be a year of this. I was like, mm, probably two years of this. And I feel like that's the case. Like, it'll be... Well, a year from now, things will be different, but far more, you know... Things will be just going again. Mm-hmm. So I feel like movies will be going, movies will be coming out, like... So I don't think we're going to be dealing with any more delays, is what I'm trying to say, mm-hmm. with the Marvel stuff. Like, Black yeah. Widow's coming out when it's coming out, and then I feel like Shang-Chi's going to be out in September, um, Spider-Man December, you know? Mm-hmm. I feel like December will be the big, everything's just sort of open up again, and Spider-Man will be probably that big movie. Yeah. That's like, here we go, we're yeah. back. That's cool, it's coming out in fucking December, isn't it? It's going to be a Christmas yeah. movie. Spider-Man yeah. at Christmas, that's really weird, that like, It'll be Christmas time. I'm watching Spider Man. Um, mm. Yeah, weird, yeah. but that'll be cool. I mean, I, 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 I wonder when all these different things take take place as well because there's like, wonder when does One Division take place compared to it's like a couple of weeks after I think it's Endgame. Like, yeah, and like Spider Man Far From Home is eight months. Falcon Winter Soldier six yeah. months at least, at least six months because Sam mentions that he's been working with the Air Force for six months right yeah but that might okay. not not have been instantly after either so but it's been at least six months is what <clears> we know that's interesting that's interesting yeah. i'd like i'd like for them to please explain to me why spider-man wasn't in new york when all that shit was going that's down. what i said Finale. in streamcast i was like on? where the fuck was spider-man at yeah surely maybe he, he would have seen holidays. that maybe that's when he was on holidays but maybe that's when he was far from home yeah but that's eight months so oh unless yeah, the if, distance yeah, unless, the difference between yeah, ex- yeah. Exactly. exactly maybe yep. that yeah that's all a right. great explanation that's a great it is he was it he was in venice he was in venice um, is it the same time all that was happening yeah exactly that makes sense an avengers level threat you know yeah well there was another avengers level threat in bloody uh london wasn't there mysterio causing some mad shit it was a fake yeah, well, avengers level threat uh that yeah. he was that he was faking um this is a but lot also, going on. But also, how Falcon Soldier's dealing with all the borders reopening and shit, and meanwhile, Peter Parker and all his friends is travelling country to country like it's no fucking issues. <laughs> <laughs> that was That's not a at all. point, yeah. That was not at all consistent. But yeah. it's the same way even the snapback was completely different in WandaVision than it was to Spider-Man. Like was in WandaVision, it? they all faded back in, and then you see at the start of Far From Home, they all just fucking warped back in and appeared. Is that happened at the beginning of Far From Home? Yeah. I yeah, thought remember they showed like the back band come happened. back. No, Wait, as in like they're showing video, like they open up with like the eulogy to like Iron Man and Cabin or the Fallen in like the school video, and then like it's been this long since this happened. Then they show a bunch of footage of like at the school oh, really? band playing in the middle of like a basketball game and shit, and they pop back in and shit. Yeah. Oh yeah. Well, I guess that's because it's a that? Sony film, right? You can kind of suspend your disbelief that Sony are just you know, there's more consistency between Marvel Studios stuff. Then, you know, Sony are trying. They're not really, are they? Um, I'll send you. I'll send you the video. Hang on. Look at this. Okay. Um, it's weird. I haven't seen that movie in fucking ages. It's the uh, the opening. Just skip to like, skip to like a minute in. All right. I'll oh, hang on. Yeah, about a minute twenty. 
and then and it shows like the band like fading away so it shows them fade away and video of them fading away and then okay. this is taking a long time to get there. they just sort of walk in? back in alright let's see they blip back in I forgot it's called the blip it's such a stupid name I hate that it's called the blip the blip I like the blip it's my blip beard thanks happy oh they do like walk back in yeah yeah anyway yeah. it doesn't matter it doesn't matter but God yeah, damn it Sony well. try better it doesn't matter anyway yeah alright ladies and gents that's it for this podcast I reckon we've smashed through a lot of topics it's a good one we have good one yeah. nice and I'm glad we ended on Marvel so we can at least be happy yeah. Well, you can be happy. I was happy the whole way through. I was fine. Yeah. I don't give yeah. a fuck. No, I feel like um, shit. Yeah, yeah, I know you did, but you always do. It's fine. Um, yeah, it's true. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much for tuning in to this episode of the As Always podcast. Appreciate the fuck out of you. Be sure to subscribe to the Four Pillars Network where this uh, video podcast exists. Plus, you know, you know, give us, rate us, the big thumbs up, five stars on our podcast services if that's what you're listening to. And, you know, subscribe to James' channel, my channel, all that sweet stuff. And of course, mm -hmm. if you like what you're listening to here and you want to hear more, head over to patreon.com forward slash as always. And for just $1 a month, you get exclusive access to the Clubhouse podcast, the best podcast on the internet. There's over 100 episodes for you to stream right now for just a dollar. Uh, and it's the best podcast. So go do that. Plus early access to the title of my show and videos that James puts out. It's the best place to be. Uh, and it supports us and keeps us doing what we're doing here. Mm -hmm. with the as always podcast and beyond so to thank a few of the sweet vintage lads that support us over on patreon.com forward slash as always at the five dollar tier and up we have avery dobbs clark 53 damien does the name william miles ring a bell donald don't olbrick Ferentino, flash paradox franco disper olsen king richard the third real kermit cinema robbie ryan hafer tristan weaver viridian ballsack 47 danny with the hard name aragon henry justin kipasaba gamma cream pies lumistrad mario 5380 ooga booga chinga wooga tuga mooga luga suga vooga puga ruga suga zuga yuga duga pink flame three on three sab 2557 seth sicarius aka kieran adam sundling alfie rod but Andy Cure, Angel of Harlem, Anonymous 1K, Big Dick, 666999, Ben Davis, Ben Higgins is thankful for his stick brethren, Ben Nick Clobbers, Biggest Fucking Virgin, Bodge, Big Overlord the Elder, Brian Ford, Christian0210, Chunky Malahar, Connor DeRose, Bully in the Alley, Elias Rowe, Emil Catbook, Evan the Kitty, Fat Fuck Cuck, Fishy, Furious Coco, Gene, Gimme a Penis, Kinko Swag, God Bless the Visionary Zack Schneider, Greenies Weenie, Greg Hefley is the greatest character in all of fiction, Gwen Hughes, Harrisy aka Bad Assassin, Hookie, Idiot Strength, Jack Nichols, Jack DG 1998, Joe the Founder, Scarab PS, Try and Beat My Brotherhood, Console Speedrun Record, Tyler, You Pussy, Josh Duvillier, Joshua Anderson, Joshua James, Joshua Mora, Cassassin, Christian Rowe, Kyle, Lady Litzomania, Liam, Luca, Lee, Louis de Leon, Master Bass, Max H. Milk, Boy, Nick Miller, Order 1908, Otaku World 7, Owen Big Brain Brain, Philip Stillwagon, Possessed Jackal, Pubert Flubert, Rainy Not Sunny, Radok, Ravjai, Samwise the Sassy, Son of a Bitch, Oju Doggo, Sparky Barks, The Assassin Games, Adrian, That Assassin Games, Adrian, The Blue Cow, They Call Me the Greeny Bear, But Assassin Christmas is Long Gone, aka Connor, Thomas James Talbot, Tim Allen, T Oh, I was about to say Tim Allen is a cunt, but that's been changed. That's gone. Damn it. TJFL, Tim Allen Travis, Trajan, Markion Young, mm. 
Tristan Obigfell, Walshy, Winona Ryder, aka Lindsay from Destination Wedding, you absolute Philly Thothage, and Zeppo. Thank you, Sweet Vintage Lads, for helping power this podcast, and we'll see you all next time for the next episode of the As Always nice. Podcast, plus the many podcasts that are on the Four Bills Network. Thanks for tuning in. We'll see you all next time. Goodbye. Bye, everyone. <laughs>